Would you mind telling me whose brain I did put in? And you won't be angry? I will not be angry. Abby someone. Abby someone. Abby who? Abby normal. This is the Abby Normal Abby. Podcast, here to tell you that you're weird and that's normal. Tis the season for family time. So we're going to talk to some friends whose parents are immigrants and who have big family gatherings. I'm also going to peer pressure them to invite me. First up is my friend Jasmine. She's around my age and she's got this spunky, adorable tween daughter who she mentions. She's going to start talking about ESL, which is English as a Second Language. My mom, she came here from Puerto Rico when she was nine. So she, of course, knew Spanish, but then went to the you know schools and learned English. And so it was always one of those things where she would always speak both spanglish basically yeah, yeah yeah and so i growing up i had a hard time understanding like grasp one language oh right so instead of just speaking to me spanish and then when i go to school learn english it was like it was hard i actually had a um i was held back in first grade oh really because my english wasn't up to par but it was odd that they would have me in esl classes right and so I, I felt like it was a waste of time. Like I was translating, you know, for the kids that got there from different countries or whatever in the classroom. And it's right. like, okay, I know certain things, but yeah, so it was hard. Yeah. It was like the teachers didn't know what to do with you. No, <laughs> no. You're fluent in both now. Well, no, no, <laughs> my Spanish is okay. Okay. My Spanish is okay. I can like go to, you know, a Spanish-speaking country and survive, okay. no problem. But it's just, yeah, that's why I didn't teach Julia Spanish Aww. because I wasn't um, confident confident with my Spanish. Right. I didn't want to teach her the wrong thing. Yeah. So now you have grammar shame. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that a thing? I know. I just made it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's a good one. I'm gonna use that. Yeah. I'm going to use that. You should patent that. Okay, I will. Or trademark it. <laughs> yeah. So what about your dad? Did he speak one or the other to you? Well, my dad is just Spanish. Like, his English is broken, like, broken English. He actually taught himself how to read and write English. Wow. Yeah, he came here from El Salvador when he was 16. And so, yeah, so he kind of worked his way up. And then I guess he met my mom when he was 17, and she already had a kid. And I guess, I don't know, him being new to this country, stability, you know. So they, yeah, so they got together and then um, she got pregnant. But you think that's why he got with her? I don't know. But it, it, it seemed like he did love her, though. Yeah. Like, it's just he was young. Yeah. Can you imagine being 26 and dating a 17-year-old? Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure things were different yeah 40 years ago or whatever but well my my dad was hot though like <laughs> i could understand why she would you know because he was he was fine you know so i could understand that but 
Well, then good for your mom. But my mom was very naive. Yeah. Very, very naive. Like the stuff that she tells me even now, I'm like, really, mom? Like, like you what? Didn't, like my sister's dad, he was in a relationship with other kids. Yeah. And my mom thought, oh, they're not together. He's with me. And he was using drugs. Like, yeah. And she was clueless. So th- like things like that. She was just very naive. Is she still like that? Or you think that? Yeah. Was, yeah. That's just kind of her personality. Yeah. 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 And she always said, oh, well, you know, Nana, I just didn't know. You know, my mom didn't ta- taught me this stuff. I just didn't know. I was like, mom, you grew up in Oakland. Like, really? How do you not know? <laughs> yeah. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. So you're American. Mm-hmm. Half Puerto Rican. And half, half Salvadorian. Salvadorian. Yeah. Do you like lean towards one identity or the other? Puerto Rican. Really? Yeah, because my mom's Puerto Rican. Yeah, so yeah. I grew up with. Yeah. Yeah. So what aspects of being Puerto Rican do you feel connected to? Kids being proud. Like Puerto Ricans are proud. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> they represent, you know, it's like we're <laughs> loud. We're, you know, so yeah, I guess that. And just family, you know, like. When we're together, it's just like, just laughs, love, like music, dancing. It's just, it's lively. It's, mm-hmm. yeah. Can I join? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Do you have a lot of cousins and stuff with yeah. your, your aunts? Yeah. I have a lot of cousins. And they're in the Bay still or no? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's cool. We were all like living in Oakland all together. Like my grandma when she was alive. And because I had my grandma, my mom's side lived in East Oakland and my dad's mom lived in North Oakland. So we, you know, it's like kind of close. And so even my dad's brother, who is three years um, older than me, we were always close growing up. Mm -hmm. So, and my, and my Puerto Rican side of it was always welcoming to my Salvadorian side. Cool. Like they were always welcome to every party, even after they got divorced. Yeah. Like, especially my grandma, my aunt, always welcome. So, um, yeah, just recently we had like a uh, a pig roast. So my cousin roasted a pig in the backyard and we bought like a bunch of like like a potluck food and hung out. Um, my cousin's the oldest. And so he has like a really big house in Anyok with a pool. So we like camp, stayed, you know, in the backyard with tents and just hung out. And so awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Any other fun stories about your family? Um. I have like ratchet stories. Ooh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I have an older cousin. <laughs> he, you know, went to Oakland Tech, graduated from Oakland Tech, you know, born and raised in Oakland. And um, as he got older, he got into the Coke game. Mm-hmm. So he was doing very well, like Rolls Royce, big house. He helped everyone out. We weren't, like, suffering at all. Uh-huh. Um, he was, like, maybe for what? I want to say he was doing it for, like, 10 years. And then he got busted. Uh. And went to prison for 10 years. Wow. And so the 10 years that he was gone, you can tell that the family, like, was like, whoa, it's the money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> okay yeah okay yeah we gotta go to work like (laughs) yeah because he would like pay my mom to clean his house and like my mom would come home and like 
you know, we were, we were good. She was a single mom, yeah. you know? And like, he was my, um, my godfather. And so he would, you know, take me shopping at South Shore for a hundred dollars on the Rolls Royce because I did, you know, had a good grade. Um, but like, he'll have like these parties. I remember like in his house, he had like this, what a uh, man cave. And it was like, you know, coffee table, mirror, Coke, uh-huh. just like that. Yeah. I'm like maybe nine <laughs> walking, you know, like with my sister, my sister's three years, three years older than me. And I have a cousin that's three years older. So it was always us three. Yeah. And like, oh, hey, look at that. And I'm like, oh, okay. And so I knew like he was a drug dealer because of, you know, movies and stuff like that. But it was always like kind of like, not being afraid, kind of being like, okay, I'm cool. Like I have a family as a drug dealer, like New Jack city, you know, like, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) And like, yeah. And like he, you know, we used to go on vacations together. He'll rent a houseboat. We'll go on the houseboat. He had like a, a speedboat with like the Puerto Rican flag on the speedboat. He had Harley Davidson. He had, um, a Mercedes, a convertible, like he was balling out of control. Wow. And so once he, it was just like, okay. Is he out now? Yeah, he's out. I want to say 24 years now. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this is a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. So did he do a whole 10 years or no? I thought he, I, from last time we had spoke, we were talking, cause he usually don't like to talk about it. Like him being in prison. Um, he said, I thought he was gone for seven years. Cause I remember he went in when he was 11. I mean, when I was 11 uh-huh. and then I remember seeing him when I was 18. Yeah. Okay. So, but then when I was 11, it wasn't like, Oh, Hey, guess what? You know, juniors in jail. No, it was, I overheard someone. Right. So I don't know. So I just assumed that that's when he went in. Right. But maybe he was already in there and no one had said anything. Yeah. So, but, so I don't, I'm not sure. Did, did your family like know what he was doing? Yeah. What his course. occupation was? Of course. Yeah. Cause everyone was, you know, benefiting from right, it. Right. Right. You know, I remember coming home one time and having a whole bunch of guns in the living room. And I'm like, mom, like what, like, why is this here? So it's okay. It's okay. You know, I'm just saving it for junior, you know, it's fine. I was like, but mom, like, you know, we shouldn't have this here. You know, she's like, it's okay. It's just for a day. That's it. He's going to take it away. You know, he's going to give me some money for holding it here. So (laughs) it's all good. I'm like, okay. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah. Do you guys have guns at your house? No. But watching Walking Dead, I want one. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. My mom, she, she doesn't drink. Um, so like, yeah, it wasn't like my mom, I come home and my mom was drinking. Like I never saw that even at family gatherings, like she didn't drink at all. Yeah. My dad, on the other hand, he used to drink a lot, but then he stopped for 10 years. He didn't drink at all. Yeah. I guess cause he had gotten a DUI oh, and yeah. then that was like, he, he stopped. Done. Right. Done. Right. And then he started drinking a- again. When I turned, um, actually when I was 16, because I remember he used to let me have mimosas on Christmas brunch. (laughs) So he was drinking then. (laughs) So, yeah. 
But does so? What's his drinking level like now? Like oh, he doesn't drink. Oh, anymore. he doesn't. No, yeah, no, because yeah. his um, young wife um, doesn't let him. Right. Yeah, she doesn't like drunk Jose. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. 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 No, that's good. Yeah, it's great. But you know, but there was a time where my dad and I we used to go out and go to the bars and hang out. Yeah. You know, or yeah. even at the house, he'll cook dinner. We have the. Know two buck chuck wine at Trader Joe's. Uh-huh. Like it got to one where he would have you know buy a case. We'll have like two three bottles for a dinner, and it's like he was kind of like my friend. Like we right. used to hang out. I used to bring you know friends to hang out, and he was all good. And then, but then it's like yeah. So now you don't hang out like that anymore. No, or? actually, I miss it though. Yeah, sometimes right. I really do. Now right. that I'm older, yeah. I do. I miss like you know it's like hanging out having a couple of drinks yeah yeah so we'll see i we're supposed to go to um el salvador with him on in the summer oh okay so we'll see if he these have keeps a couple of drinks with sobriety me. or yeah so we think that you've you know my friend Letty by now. She's in her early 30s and back in elementary school she actually ended up being eligible for mainstream English instead of ELD, which is English Language Development. This caused her to feel separate from the other Spanish-speaking kids and she never quite found her place in any group. Here she is. My parents both um, came here to the U.S. as teenagers. They were both born in Mexico. My mom's from Michoacan. And so, and my dad's from Jalisco. So mm-hmm. th- those are just states. They're both from rural towns in Mexico. But my mom was more on the city side, whereas my dad was more on the rural Mexico. Okay. And um, so when they came out here to the U.S., my dad came in by himself, I believe. And he had a brother here before him. And so, but it, it was by himself. He didn't mm-hmm. come with his parents. And my mom came with her mom. They both did their thing, worked. And at some point they meet. Do you know how they club. met? Yeah, at a club, at a dance. Oh. My mom says that she remembers him wearing his wonderful white pants. They were bell bottoms <laughs> at that point. Sexy. <laughs> she remembers that. <laughs> and she remembers asking him for the time. So she made the first move then yeah, probably. Yeah, she did. Yeah. And she can also tell you that he said whatever time it was and then just looked back up at the band because it was... <laughs> He was into the music. Watching the band. Yeah. At some point they did. They started dancing and love came after. And, <laughs> and babies and a baby and then carriage. They, and then they moved in. And then <laughs> when they were trying to have kids, she was having miscarriages because it was too stressful. She was working too hard. She had two, two jobs, two, three jobs. And so her body just wasn't letting her have babies. And the doctor, I think, um, actually told her, you know, you're too stressed. You're going to have to stop living this way if you want to have children so they went back to mexico and uh bada boom bada bang (laughs) mom gets pregnant and here i come nine months later after that my grandpa forced them to get married really because under you know his family no kids of his were gonna have like children out of wedlock so they forced my parents to get married um so that was my dad's dad and uh, so now they're married, and I was born. Actually, I don't 
Yeah. Were you born before they were married? Crap. I don't remember. <laughs> I know my mom's told me this story, but I... <laughs> uh, but fortunately, my brother was... It was all figured out for him. Yeah. And then while we... My dad was doing the migrant thing, you know, move, um, coming to the U.S. to work and then moving, coming back to visit us. And then once my brother was a year or two, they decided, well, now it's time to go back. Permanently. Uh-huh. Yeah. The intent, I'm assuming, was permanently. Yeah. And then here we are. Fast forward our wonderful lives together and uh, being a cool family, I think. <laughs> I'm like two cops. Me being, you know, a good person, I think. I, I haven't been terrible to society, no, so. You haven't. <laughs> so tell me, how did the, how did this the citizenship thing work or naturalization or whatever? So when I first came in and I think we chatted that I, I, I came in illegally, you know, my parents handed me off to a random couple and they brought me in as their son. Oh, okay. And I remember asking my mom just in the last couple of years, so you just trusted people to, to hand me back to you on the other side? And yeah, yeah, they did. I was like, okay. Were you great. like a really ugly baby? I was a beautiful baby. <laughs> yeah, I was the most beautiful baby you've ever seen. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I was kind of average, whatever. <laughs> I mean, okay, so you, th- this is getting more exciting. You like got <laughs> smuggled over here. I got smuggled over, yeah. Yeah. But it, it, could you just imagine what's happening through a parent's mind? You're handing me off to a random couple. And you're like, take this boy baby. Yeah, in this van and just Wait, so did, did like all of you have to come kind of separately? Yep. You had to travel separately. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. So my mom's has some wonderful, like super fun stories of the times that she came over inside of a stair to like a, tra- a trailer. Uh-huh. You know, they unscrewed the stair thing to get yeah. into the trailer they fit her in there and they right so she was like on. underneath the floor kind of mm-hmm. oh my god yeah i mean that's what i remember but she has other stories so she so every time she came to the states she would have to find a creative budget. at least twice yeah yeah very creative my dad doesn't really share his stories so i couldn't tell you well you said he his... had paper maybe not legitimate papers uh-huh. but he had papers yeah right? so Maybe that's why I haven't heard any of his stories. Yeah, because it wasn't that interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But my mom has some good ones. Um, and so at some point, my dad was a resident, and then he became a citizen first, and then got us residencies, and then citizenship. And my mom, similar story. What is it? The daisy chain? What do they call it? I don't know. Yeah. What's a daisy chain? One person does it, and then they just do, okay. do, okay. do, do. Yeah. Keep going. So he was the first one. Your dad was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we followed. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until high school that we pushed him to make his citizens. And I don't remember why he never did that in the past. As far as I remember, the process wasn't that difficult because we were already residents. Um, I don't consider having extended family because everybody's family. Am I included? Yeah. Yay. Included. I, maybe you're considered extended family. That is so rude. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Like, my dad has, and I say like 11 siblings, and they all have like four kids. Most of them 
have their own kids by now. So yeah. there's a ton of people in my family. It's a lot. And so our gatherings are just a huge amount of people just gathering and listening to music, eating, drinking, and... What kind of music? Very Mexican music. Like, like the trombone. I like it. And so, what kind of food? Depends on the occasion. Okay. If it's a party, it's always like birria, which is like a... Was it like a baby baby sheep or baby goat? Uh-huh. Or pozole, which is the... What is that little grain? Um, uh-huh. Garbanzo bean. So it's always very typical. It's the easy stuff. And um, rice, beans are always present. Tortillas. And chicken and steak. Do you, like co- do you cook anything? Me? Yeah. Let me remind you of my living situation. <laughs> <laughs> Mom cleans the shower and cooks. <laughs> Got it. Yes. So I, I can cook. So if you want... Like the turkey and the whole shebang, that's me. Christmas, the whole shebang, that's me. Uh Okay, and what about the beverages at your family gatherings? Oh, they always have tequila and beer. Okay. Um, Tequila, it's always Casadores because that's the one that they found and Uh they all love. And beer, it's always Coronas. And recently they've been adding Modelos. I always take my own bottle of vodka (laughs) because I don't drink tequila. And um, I just show up with my own bottle. <laughs> ready to go. It's ready to go. Why don't you drink tequila? Uh, it makes me sick. Really? Like yeah. stomach sick? Stomach sick. The smell makes me nauseous. It's probably just remembering that one time that I got yeah. ridiculously drunk off of tequila. Yeah. Just can't do it. Never that, again. that can do it. But vodka hasn't done that to me. And I hope that, that she never does. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so too. For your own sake. Yeah. I feel like tequila just makes me horny. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I can't see why. Ugh. Tequila. Well, and if you just drink it around your family, that would be weird. Yeah. When my ex's mom mm-hmm. got married, we did the whole tequila shots and stuff, yeah. you know, because his family's Mexican. And I, like, fully was trying to make him have sex with me at my own mother's wedding. Yeah. And he didn't do it? <laughs> Uh, no what a putz right (laughs) um but i blamed it on the tequila yeah yeah tequila um so our family drinks a lot even my mom will drink straight from the bottle pour it in it's just what you do yeah when i hang out with my family i for sure know that if there's a gathering i need to pack my clothes because it turns into a whole weekend and the whole family just sleeps over and you've got people on couches and, and that's just how it is we're just that close yeah I'm jealous. Mm-hmm. That sounds like fun. Yeah. So that's, that's it. So I can be extended family then, yes. right? Okay. Yeah. So extended is your family and you're not just comfortable. You're not comfortable yet to stay over. But I want to stay over. Oh, you're welcome to. The moment you do that, you're in. Okay, awesome. So I consider in this backwards way my little brother extended family. Your little brother mm-hmm. is... <laughs> Because he doesn't sleep over? He doesn't. He yeah. doesn't even show up to the events. Yeah. It's just a guy that lives at the same house. This this perfect setting and way of getting along has only happened in the last couple years. Yeah. So if I remind you, my dad was ridiculously protective. So protective that he wouldn't let me hang out with his own family. No. Yeah. So imagine these gatherings as big as they get. All my cousins... If they went out to play outside, we weren't allowed to go play with them outside. 
You know, if one of my uncles took all the kids to get ice cream, we weren't allowed to really? go get ice what cream. Did, they could bring the ice cream back to us. What did he think was going to happen? I don't know. But we weren't allowed to do that. He was also really weird, even our, in our own home. If we had dinner, we weren't allowed to talk during dinner. Really? Yeah. So really, really weird. However, my dad was trying to raise us to be ridiculously proper kids. Was that what it was? He like, thought it was good manners to... I don't know. Shut up and eat your food. and Yeah. Whatever it is, you know. And I think at one point we asked him, I was like, Dad, why aren't you nice? <laughs> I was like, well, that's how I was raised. And then my mom would say, well, you know, I was raised very similarly. And I'm not like that. You can be different than your parents. So that was just our life through high school. And it wasn't until I left for college and then just became like a drunk college (laughs) kid. Yeah. (laughs) And I lived out there, so there was no supervision, um, that when I came back, now I was drinking. My dad never liked it. And so I would always wait for my dad to leave the parties to start drinking with my cousins. Uh Uh-huh. And then it was wonderful. Uh, (laughs) Fast forward to my dad still giving me a look and me telling him, oh, no, no, daddy, this is the last one, I promise. Uh Uh-huh. And that just goes on through the whole night. Right, through the night, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now we sometimes have, you know, beers together on weekends. Yeah, yeah. And that only happened because he brought a beer just for himself. He didn't bring me one. And we were going to watch a soccer game together. And so when I asked him, Dad, where's my beer? He says, well, I didn't get you a beer. And I told him, well, that's okay, Dad. No worries. I'm just going to go get vodka. (laughs) (laughs) You drink your beer. I'll have my vodka. Um, After that. He learned a lesson. He learned a lesson and now brings me a beer. Good. He gets one. I get one. I told him, I don't know what's worse, Dad, beer or vodka. So Mm -hmm. you pick it. Mix anything with your vodka. I did have like a little bit of juice on the side, uh-huh. but I was proving a point. Yeah, right. So he sat on his couch with his beer, and I sat on my couch with a bottle <laughs> of vodka uh-huh. next to me on the floor. Now he brings you a beer. Now he brings me a beer. Smart, smart guy. We get there. <laughs> you know, meet in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was overprotected by my parents, so there was a... Sh- this little bubble I was always in. And then in middle school, again, it was a kid with a uniform. So outside of that being the most embarrassing thing. Okay, that is pretty embarrassing. If you had to you wear know. a uniform when no one else had to. That was just who I was, the kid with the uniform. So I didn't have that many friends to ever be embarrassed in front of, you know? Yeah. And I hung out at teachers' classrooms during lunch. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, and your yeah. dad. What were you telling me earlier? Your dad like wouldn't even let you look out the window. No, he couldn't look out the window. I mean, he was. Re- and when I said like they were ridiculously overprotective, they were. I mean, to the fact talking about being with family, I couldn't even go with my cousins. Yeah. So mind you, if I'm at home, why why are you looking out the window? There's no reason why you should be looking out the front window. If you want sunshine, you know. Backyard. The backyard. <laughs> <laughs> so was it more 
because you were a girl and because of the way he grew up and all that? Or was it like you lived in Oakland and it was legit a little scary out there? Like, what was it? Combination. Yeah. All of it, you know, and I would love to say that it was him being super machista and I was the only one getting the grunt of it. My brothers got their fear of this overprotectiveness. Yeah. They weren't allowed to go out either. We were just house children. That's it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> school, home. And then they dropped us off and they picked us up. So wow. there was there was no middle. I think at one point my mom started to let my brother and I walk home from middle school once a week so we can get wow. freedom. But your mom would pick you up from school like at three when school got out. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. She was so involved in us in school that she would walk us straight into the classroom sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm telling you, my mom had my principal's phone number and my principal had my mom's number on speed dial. Yeah. She Not was... because we were bad kids, just because my mom was over-involved. She was all up in that. All up in that. Yeah. You know, um, going to every single parent-teacher meeting, going to all like the PTOs and offering her child to translate at every single session and... Being there. Yeah. Involved. Yeah. PTA. PTA. Did I say PTO? <laughs> That's on my mind right now. Exactly. I'm very happy. Uh, PTA, right? Carmelita is third generation American on her dad's side. And as she grew up, she saw the difference between her parents' perspectives. Let's finish out with their story. So I was born in the United States. I was born in Arizona. I um, think that's part of the United States. It is. But it my is. parents, when I was a little kid, told me it wasn't. Oh. So early, mid-80s, you had that whole, like, heartland of America thing that was all over the place. So you okay. had kind of mainstream rock songs talking about being born in America. Okay, yes, And yes, coming yes. to America. And everybody's America, America, America. And I remember my dad telling me, you're not born in America. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he was like, no, Arizona's in Mexico. You're born in Mexico. (laughs) Why was he telling you You're here illegally. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, just, you know how sometimes parents will do goofy things like that to like tease their kids. You mean like like when my mom told me I was black? Yes. Just like that. Yes. So there are other parents beside my mother. Yes. My father told me that Arizona was not in America. Okay. Did he have a preference? Like, would he have rather you been born in Mexico or he literally was just messing with you? No, my parents are really interesting. They're kind of different um, experiences of being Mexican-American. My father was born here in California in the Fresno area. Uh Um, His mother was born in the LA area. Okay. But she came from a migrant farming family. Mm -hmm. So they would travel to work. Um, And he was, you know, around in, you know, my dad was coming up in the fifties when you couldn't speak Spanish in school, like kids would get punished. Um, So he, and it was like the height of the cold war. And so he grew up with this very tense relationship Mm -hmm. with this culture. Yeah. So he, he very much a fluent bilingual person spoke fluent Spanish, spoke fluent English, um, kind of out to the world. He was very much, I'm an American. Um, 
My mother, on the other hand, she was born in Mexico. Um, she grew up in the state of Sonora. Um, she grew up in San Luis Rio Colorado. It's a border town. But she came over to the States when she was 13. She didn't learn English until I was growing up. So when I was in school, um, like she would write my notes for school when she was learning English and I would like proofread her and um, she would have me translate things. She would have me like read over anything she wrote to like look for spelling errors. Like, I helped her study for her citizenship. Um, she went back and got her GED when I was in high school uh-huh. or just getting out of high school after my youngest sister was old enough to go to school. My mom had some more time because she had gotten an eighth grade education in Mexico. So yeah, so growing up, it was like I had my father who was very much about assimilation and my mother who um, very proud of where she comes from. Not that my dad isn't either, but it's just a very different experience for her. Sure. She's still very much identified as a Mexican national living in the United States. Yeah, well, it's home. She mm-hmm. was there for 13 years. Yeah. Okay, I told you that Carmelita was going to be our last story, but I didn't know that Annie was told a pretty big lie about her birth as well. So I grew up being raised by a single mom, and I didn't know my dad. He took her off before I was born. So I would actually, like, ask pretty often, like, who's my dad? And I can't imagine how difficult that is for, like, a parent to deal with that kind of question, but I had questions a lot. Yeah. And so finally she came up with an answer, and it was that my dad was Eddie Murphy. (laughs) Did she just, like, pick Eddie Murphy from the list of Hollywood superstars? Yeah, I mean, I think so. I think he was, like, quite popular at the time. Yeah. And... I really love the movie The Golden Child. And he had that song that was popular, too. Remember that? Like, my girl likes to party all the time. Party all the time. Party all the time. Yeah. So, like, Eddie Murphy was, like, the hot thing. And so she was just like, yeah, that's your dad. He's not here because he's really busy, as you can see. And I was like, that makes total sense. And I'm sure I told my friends about it. And, of course, we were all young. So they were just like, cool, that makes sense. None of us saw any issue with me being super pale white. Blue-eyed, red-haired, and that that man was my father. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Do or don't lie to your kids. Oh, my gosh. You have to. Well, and I feel like part of the problem with the whole, like, who is my dad thing, there's a lot of aspects to that question that honestly involve sexual relations. Right. And no child can hear those things. Right. Developmentally until, you know. Much later. Until they're like 30, honestly. Right. Like you can't just be like, mom was a big old hoe when she was 20. And, you know. (laughs) So there's like no good answer. There's not a good answer to it. So I get it. I just maybe wish she'd picked like. Who? Who would you wish she had picked? I don't know. Someone that makes sense. (laughs) Like. If it like. Conan (laughs) O'Brien. I mean, if it was more believable, you would have just believed the lie for longer. And that's like sadder. Yeah, I guess. It's not great either way. Because then how do you go to your friends and walk back? They're like, ooh, Eddie Murphy's not my dad, as it turns out. (laughs) (laughs) 
as it turns. I wonder when it actually dawned on you that that wasn't true. No idea. But I'm sure it was shocking. I mean, I think Eddie Murphy has a lot of kids. So yeah, sure. It could be possible. I... Not probable. Not probable. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're focused on hibernating. Keep warm, go slow, and eat whatever comfort food your family enjoys. And if you have to lie to your kids, at least make it a good one. This track is The Little Things by Skomber. <laughs>